I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our TV and radio episodes free of charge on lisaevers.com. Now, in this episode, we're talking about social media. Social media is now woven into every aspect of our lives, from rappers trying for fame and fortune, all the way to White House politics and public policy. Instagram antics and showing skin can earn lots of followers. Viral videos are blamed also for many types of antisocial behavior, like bullying and swatting. But social media is also a driving force for awareness and social change and many positive developments that have happened in our culture and in our society. But is it the very platform is the platform turning into a total platform of negativity and is it doing more harm than good to us that's what we're talking about with our panel does the good outweigh the bad joining us for this episode of street soldiers bailey parnell she's the founder and ceo of skills camp she's also ranked on canada's top 100 most powerful women list bailey great to have you on the show yeah, thanks for having me Thank you. Also with us is Trav Q. He's an actor, comedian, and social media influencer. Trav, great to have you. Thank you for having me. And also with us is Justina Valentine. She is a singer, songwriter, and rapper. She appeared on MTV's Wild and Out. She just wrapped season 10 with MTV. And she's also on the cast of the new season of MTV's the challenge. Challenge. Justina, great to have you. You're damn right. Thank you for having That's me. That's a lot. Lisa. Okay, thank that you. That was a mouthful. You, you have very good diction. <laughs> I was like, she didn't even breathe. She just powered through that. That was great. Thank you. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's an entertainment consultant. He's an also image consultant and does public relations for hip-hop artists, pro athletes, and other high-profile individuals. Lucky, great to have you with us. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Always. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, Justina, I want to start with you on this, okay? okay? You're all over the place in terms of your career. You have a lot of followers. It continues to grow. Could you be where you're at now where MTV keeps calling you and people keep calling you for bookings without your social media presence? I would say definitely not. Um, social media is a way to reach hundreds of thousands, millions of people without even leaving your house. You know, so for an artist, let's say if you wanted to travel the country and go tour, even if you bring a good amount of people out, let's say you're bringing out a thousand people in every market and you do a 30 city tour, What's 30 times 1,000? Come on, you're the numbers guy. 30,000. There we go. <laughs> Making sure you're up. Now, <laughs> 30,000, if I post a video on my Instagram, 30,000 views, that's like super low. You know, I've gotten up to like almost a million views on a video. So you're talking about touring for a month or posting one video. You can't compare to the reach that you're able to get on social media, social media and via the web. So it's... Help me grow my career in ways... Very fast, right? Very, well, you know, everything's a grind, you know? So even totally. when things look fast, there's years of labor behind that. But I mean, but progress. You've had a lot of progress. Absolutely. And, you know, it did help me, like you said, get to MTV Wild and Out from my videos online, a freestyle Helped you get rapping. to Street Soldiers right here Help me us. get to with my girl Lisa. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just nothing compares to it as far as promoting yourself, promoting your brand, and getting yourself out to the masses. It's unmatched. 
Lucky, what do you say to your clients and those that you're advising who go, oh, I just don't have time for it. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Can they reach the pinnacle of success in the entertainment world, in the NFL or the, the other pro athletes you advise? Can they reach that level where people are calling them for endorsements and appearances and that type of thing without social media? Not today. I, you know, I have so many clients that always want to avoid it, especially, um, you know, I don't want to put anybody in the bracket, a lot of my older clients, they refuse to just touch uh, the social media market at all, or they want to hire people sometimes to handle it for them. But I tell them that interaction with the, the crowd that is attracted to them is very important. And engaging with your fans, engaging, engaging with your audience to make sure that they can touch, feel you, and feel like you're accessible. And um, we're in a visual world, so this is right in their hand. This is their TV. They live by it, especially a lot of the, mill the millennials today. So nobody can reach that real high level of success or endorsements without social media, period. Yeah. Trav, what made you uh, go into this whole Instagram mode? Because you're really famous for Instagram and the screaming in public places. Don't think I'm crazy. That's what that was in the bathroom? I thought someone was. My bad. Did I scare you? Yeah, you did. I was like, who's screaming in the bathroom? I had to let it out. I could have got it out. We got to let it out sometime. But, you know, that's just me being me. Before I even recorded myself, I used to just do that on a regular. Even with the now walk away from me too, I woke up to the celebrities and I say, "You are one of the most." Lisa, you are one of the most beautiful men I've met in my life. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you gotta say thank you now. Thank you. Now walk away from me, but not. But then, <laughs> but the thing is, with that, that was I did all that without recording myself. It right. took my fraternity brother. Shout out to Kevin Jackson. We can do shout outs here if that's okay. Um, he was like, "You need to put this on the internet." And that was back when Vine was popular. So the first time I ever screamed in a restaurant, I didn't expect it to go viral, but it went viral. So and it's like you know. Did they ask you to leave or did they say pay your left. check and get out? I'm not gonna stay and wait for what's about to happen. You yeah. know, so I'm I'm just out the door. That was that that was it. Yeah. Um, Bailey, you have been outspoken about social media, and yet that's the very tools that you use yeah. for your business, for yeah. your career. Yeah. T tell us why you feel that you know we need to kind of pay attention to what we're doing with this. We do have to pay attention, but I think I have to premise that with saying that the way I view social media is that it's neither good nor bad. It's just the most recent tool that we're using to do what we've always done, which is, you know, tell stories and communicate with each other. And we wouldn't blame Samsung television for a bad TV show. So when we're talking about this dark side of social media, and I, you know, I think we're going to get into this today, we're really talking about the dark side of people and how we use it. And, you know, you can use that like Obama and you can, you know, coordinate and unify or you can use it like, I'm so sorry, I'm from Toronto, but what you have going on right now, he can use it to divide right. and, um, and to distract really from what's freely, going on. Yeah. 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 Don't mind, girl. He got yeah. it. From Canada anyway, I'm, don't worry about it. Oh, sorry. I feel like I need to border. That's true. She's going to be like, Lisa, I'm detained. Did you need me for another episode? I'm available. You know what I'm I need to say sorry for how many times I'll say sorry to Today. Don't say sorry. Already. The street soldiers okay. is never having to say you're sorry. We just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving and do it different next time. So you, you feel like it, it's, it's being blamed, but a lot of it is really the human behavior. Yeah, because I mean, you know, like Justina was saying, we've increased access to things that we never would have been able to see before. And whether that's because it's a, you know, it's a privilege thing and not being able to actually go see the shows because you can't afford them, or it's something like, you know, being able to talk to people across the world and, and learn about their issues, I never would have been able to do that. And so that's a great, great side of it. Now I can, you know, that's how I learned about you. That's how you learned about me today. That's how I get to see, you know, amazing right. things come out that's of Trav so Q. Mm -hmm. But I also Thank get you. to see things like, 
you know, white supremacist groups who are taking over Toronto events. And I also get to see, you know, the violent uprisings. Um, well, well, actually, usually those are pretty good uprisings, but I get to see wars and I, we're just not, we are just not used to seeing this much violence. We are not used to Seeing it firsthand, unless you're like a news violence. reporter and we're out yeah. there and you're and mm. you're out there right away. We're going to continue with this conversation. Mm. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about social media and social mayhem. We'll be back right after this. Yo, this is Shaggy and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Shug it up. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and social mayhem, and we have a great panel for this conversation. Joining me, Bailey Parnell. She's the founder and CEO of Skills Camp. She's also ranked as one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women. Bailey, great to have you with us on the show. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Good to have you. Also with us is Trav Q. He's an actor, comedian, and social media influencer, social media public figure. Trav, great to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being with us. Also with us is Justina Valentine. She's a singer, songwriter, and rapper. She appeared on MTV's Wild and Out. They just uh, concluded season 10. And you will see her on the cast of the new season of MTV's the change and Justina, great to have you. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Appreciate it. It's awesome to have everybody here. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's an entertainment consultant. He works with a lot of the top hip hop artists, uh, public figures, pro athletes, and other people who need some really good advice and need to get hot fast. Yes. So, Lucky, great to have you with us. Thank you so so much. Thank you. All right, let's talk first about the dark side. Let's go there. The we we see as Bailey mentions the we see white supremacists. We see negativity. We see on the on the micro level, we see bullying going on. We see you know this type of thing. We see swatting where kids are pulling these pranks, but they actually have real life consequences. Trav, do you worry about that? That you know little kids are not going to go around screaming in public places. Um, I actually do. I mean, worry a lot about of them already it, do, but you yeah, know. A, a lot of them do, but. Um, I do something on my Instagram story, you know, called Truthful Tuesdays. So it's like, you know, don't do like don't do it for like just to uh, just to go viral. You understand? Because I'm doing it just to be myself. So if little kids are going out and they're doing it, they they have to go out and do it just for fun. You're not doing it to go out and scare people. You know, you're not doing it to hurt anyone. So I try to get that across to, to my uh, to my platform. And you're not actually you're not doing anything physically violent. Oh no, not at all. But what I'm do you think of the people that are doing stuff that's that's physically violent or destructive? You know they're going up, punching people, and then putting those videos out. I mean, or jumping on, jumping on people, jumping on, destroying things. And there, there should be consequences for that, you know, because you're actually harming someone, and you know, people see that. I will never hit someone in my video, and then put that on the internet, you know. So it's right. like, because little kids see that's bullying at the end of the day, and you know, a lot of kids grow up and they're gonna think that's okay. Yeah. And Justina, what about the, you know, as a woman, as a beautiful woman, women are most often the target of a lot of some very snide comments. And Absolutely. no matter how perfect somebody may look, there's always somebody throwing shade. I'll tell you this. <clears throat> as a woman, and I know you guys can relate, our story, our journey, our process, our grind is way harder than a man's. Number one, when you don't like a woman... The first thing you're going to attack is her looks. If someone doesn't like you or you, mm -hmm. they're not talking about your looks. Because if they're a guy, they're gay, and a girl's just not going to do it. But if someone doesn't like one of us, right. you better believe, whether it's a man or a woman, they're attacking our physical. So for a woman in this field, not only do you have to be 
so secure, confident in yourself, grounded, and have a good circle, you almost, your skin has to be so tough. You have to be like bulletproof Mm -hmm. because they're going to attack you in ways that they won't attack a man. So for a woman, your your comments and you know the backlash you receive it's it's why a lot of women they don't have the strength of mind to push through and get to where they want to get and, and bailey that's so sad to me because you know at a time when as women we have more opportunities in terms of career wise business wise yeah. you know just in terms of life and, yeah. and lifestyle options than ever before than any other generation there are these mental stressors that women have now because of everything you could think you'll look great and then yeah. somebody just makes some stupid comment oh, i mean absolutely i think i was even thinking about this before i came today that you can't really talk talk about the dark side of social media, especially for women, without talking about intersectionality. Because if you are a woman, it really sucks. But if you are a person of color and a woman, it sucks way more. And if you are LGBTQ, it sucks way more. And let me give you an example. So my partner and I, we both have TED Talks up. And mine, do you think, you want to know what one of the top comments is? Is those childbearing hips, like you're saying. It's about my appearance but him he's actually Indian and Muslim so he gets terrorist comments and so there's that intersectionality that you know you just wouldn't experience if you're a white man your dark side is a little bit lighter than the rest of ours and in terms of what happens but in terms of the in terms of the mental stress Mm -hmm. what does that what does that do well you have to think you know offline it was the same thing so I do think that social media is a reflection of the offline world the difference is that we're now just inundated and it's directly tied to you and so you know if I were to say to you right now where I were to you know comment whether it was maybe I went to your show and left bad reviews and I and I was just pouring on you how much I hate you or your this kind of stuff which is what right. we get what I women mean, what get, we get right. all the time for doing nothing for, for but no speaking, reason to get to yeah. what about you that? know being and smart about something that's the thing with social media someone can bash you without saying it to your face so it can immensely stress mm-hmm. a lot of people out you know and fake it's pages and, exactly. the internet and people create yes. fake pages just to talk like you know talk negative about you and whatnot right. but you know it's like you have to have tough skin for this at the end of the day like if you if you create a social media account you have to expect the positive and the negatives and, and be ready for it and yeah. just to add to what you're saying brother there's a sense of accountability that everyone has to have when they're going online and using social media you have to look at the examples around you of people you can't think you're exempt from the same treatment mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you're going to engage in social media in any way as a person who's putting content out right. I love what you're doing, this fact, as you're putting out these disclaimers, letting people know what you're doing. But right. I think that should be kind of the trend as well, that people should be held accountable to put these disclaimers on what they're doing to say, look, you know, I may be doing this, but you shouldn't. But help me understand the the, the context that we're in with this whole social media platform. Because on, on the one hand, we're in this age mm-hmm. of outrage where every, mm-hmm. you get a lot of likes and views if something is outrageous or people are outraged or it's really, I see that even with the news stories or, or news videos that I'll post. But on the other hand, everybody is super sensitive mm-hmm. and people you know and people are making comments you know that are, are very extreme what do, you, what do you think about that trap one time um i did a video and all i said was who mans is this right and once i said I, that was the only question i asked people will turn it into something else they will make their own story out of their videos and they'll bash you for that you could ask a simple question like that you know and you don't have to say anything negative but people will flip it and they'll talk in your comments and they'll but the thing is you just have to you know never mind it see i'm not arguing with no one on the internet I just look at him like, okay, you know, some someone who doesn't. And that's have what people say is like, right. like if it's super negative, you know, a troll, don't troll get into right. it. Exactly. And, exactly. Just, and just delete. And usually, if you look them up, they have like twenty followers. Exactly. And exactly. A fake, no picture. You just have nothing. to ignore mm-hmm. it. At the end of the day. What do you do? With, how do you deal with it, Justina? Well, sometimes. <laughs> 
You like, oh. do you go? Some, do you go? Sometimes I'm here for it. And I got a couple minutes in the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. But now here's the thing. Um, I am the type that when I do have a few minutes, I'm not just responding to the negative. I'm responding to my real supporters. People right. showing me a lot of love. Then if I'm here for it that day, I might respond to a troll. But what's happened to me in the past? which you have to be careful. Sometimes people just want to get your attention. I responded to a troll and they were like, oh my God, I love you. I love you so much. I just wanted to get you to respond and I saw you respond to this other person and I was like, but that's, they, you they, know. That's also them flipping it too because they didn't expect crazy. you. Because they, they get called yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, they, they get called out. They they but what about, right. what about the anonymity issue? Yeah. With it. And so, you know, because people can create fake usernames, they oh, yeah. can hide behind profiles. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, they can do that. They can, I don't need to face you and see the impact of my words on you or see the impact of my actions, which is actually something that governs our social interactions in real life. And so that missing piece, like if I say to you right now, which I by no means mean this, mean this, but I don't like your hair and I see you go, oh, like that to me is going to socialize me as right. to, to not do that. But because we're missing that piece, it's just kind of, I throw it out into the ether. And then as you, Justina, just said, you know, when you're confronted with that, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a real person on the other side of this. Yeah. Exactly. And, the, and then the reaction. So so how do you deal with it? If, if Do the comments ever bother you? Do you ever get like second thought? I mean, you're a very confident woman, but do you ever get like, you know, we all have up and down days. Oh yeah, for you know? sure. I mean, for the most part, I've just kind of like, you know, I know that I'm dope at what I do. I know God gave me a gift, so I just do my thing. Sometimes I don't even read the comments. Sometimes I do. Depends what kind of day I have. Right. But at this point, it's like... Depends how long the Uber ride is. <laughs> right. And if the Uber driver's being a little too chatty, hey, buddy, I'm reading my comments over here. But, you know, we're all human, so every now and then you might get one of those comments as like a little jab in the ribs and takes your breath for a second. But at the end of the day, you got to know, once you get to a certain point and you're established to a certain point, it's like... Listen, you probably live on your mom's couch, you know, right. you don't have no type of money. And you, and what I tell people when I go live, because I go live a lot, and I always tell them, I said, if I could give you guys a jewel, understand this. Anyone who's taken the time out of their day to berate you and put you down for what you're doing, they're never going to make anything out of themselves because they don't have the time. It says more about them yeah, than it does about you, that, that they're miserable Yeah, their efforts way. are directed at bringing others down. They're not worrying about uplifting themselves, so they're not even worth it. They don't exactly. Need, we know? need to take a short break. We're okay, gonna uh, we'll, we'll come back with it. I was this is balls, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a hard, it's, uh, a, it's a tough clock. I'm sorry, I got no flexibility there. But this is Street Soldiers. We're ta- we're talking about social media and social mayhem. We'll be right back. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and social mayhem. Joining us, Bailey Parnell. She's the founder and CEO of Skills Camp. She's also ranked as one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women. Bailey, great to have you with us on the show. I'm happy to be here. 
Good to have you. Also with us is Trav Q. He's an actor, comedian, and social media influencer. Trav, great to have you. Thank you for having me. And also with us is Justina Valentine. She's a singer, songwriter, and rapper. You've seen her on MTV's Wild and Out. She's also on the cast of the new season of MTV's The Challenge. Justina, great to have you. It's a blessing, Queen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. Also with us is Lucky Church. He is an entertainment consultant, public relations specialist for hip-hop artists, pro athletes, and high-pro Profile figures. Lucky, great to have you. Yeah, lovely. All right, I'm going to throw this question out. Whoever wants to, to grab it, Trav, I did promise you the first uh, f first response here. Is social media making us more fake? Whew. Oh, it definitely is. A lot of people can go through, go, every day they can go through their life faking it. You understand? Just I don't I don't want to bring up the rapper, but there was a certain rapper that was on an airplane and he took a picture and said, I'm, I'm on a private jet, but he was on like a or airplane with everyone else. You know, I think everyone knows what it is. But it's an illusion that people yeah. want to feed into. <laughs> like exactly. like and you know what it is? Your social status mm -hmm. is determined by your number of followers. And I've always thought that was so corny. And I've never been like that. Like, if you're my friend or we're cool or even if we have a dope interaction, mm -hmm. I don't care if you have 75 followers. It doesn't matter. But I experienced it myself coming up. Some, you know, male artists that I was cool with and... They just never followed me, and now I'm past them, mm -hmm. following-wise. And it's just, I never wanted to be that person that was like, oh, you have this many followers? We could be cool. Yeah. I'm going to follow you, and we could be down. To me, that's just mm -hmm. like, you're corny in real life. I don't care what your Instagram says. Right, so. no matter what, so what it says. Yeah. What, what about that? Oh, so in terms of the fake, yeah. the fake, and, and people feeling like that they're, they're putting these lifestyles out there, like Trav said, yeah. you know, it's it's a G five, and it's really just you know, <laughs> you're in yeah. economy class yeah. there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, it, well, or on a bus, or taking a picture as they walk past first class. And <laughs> right. Yeah. They're, they're in the party. Yeah. I think they're turning up. It's like four people in a party, but it looks like you know, there's yeah. a lot of people. It's, 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 it's exactly. So it's like, but what about that with yeah, women? So there's that whole thing of like mm -hmm. weddings and engage all these well, engagements and all these types of things. What, what Justina was saying about the number of followers, we would call that, so So in, in marketing, in digital marketing, we would call that social currency. And so just like a dollar, a currency is literally something that attributes value to a good or service. And so in social media, we are the product and we're letting others attribute value to us. And so it's public, it's directly tied to you and everyone can see it. And now here's the wild thing, is that every time we get a like, we get a shot of that feel-good chemical, dopamine. Oh, oh really? Yes. Yes. We For gain, real? We gain more of that social <laughs> currency. So what do we do to feel good? We post, just one more time, we, you know, we post in front of a fake G6, just yeah. one more time. Mm -hmm. And when we don't have access, we feel anxious. So doesn't that sound like every drug that you've ever heard of? Yes, yes it totally so, does. When your phone's dead, it's like, I'm, I gotta go. Don't even talk to me. When your phone's on 1%, you're willing to yes. get that chunk Guilty. of Guilty. Guilty. I totally <laughs> freak out. Okay. I totally freak out. <laughs> yeah. Don't but worry, we got chargers. Stay you know right what, there. Yeah. what else makes <laughs> it bad is that it's become so demanding that people phone. even go far to buy the likes. Yeah. Like it's, it's become such and a drug and buy the followers. Like what so. I mean to say is we are biologically <laughs> rewarded and now we're even financially rewarded for, for doing that, yeah. for right. faking it.
And so, of course, there's motivation to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's also, some people are buying, in, trying to buy instant mm-hmm. fame with oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. But can you tell, Trav? Of yeah. course. You how do you, how do you tell? You tell someone has like a million followers and they post a picture and get two likes, like, come on. Then you know there's something wrong. There's like a ratio or something, right? You can also tell by the views. You know, per, you know, every 100,000 followers you have, you're supposed to have a certain amount of views. When your views, likes, and comments don't match, I could spot fake likes and followers. You know, I know you can too. Like, is right. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy, but like you said, the more social currency you have, the more you're paid for a post. So as my mm-hmm. followers increase, mm-hmm. the different brands that want to work with me keep increasing the amount that they'll pay me to post. So it's you know your whole worth as a brand goes up as your following goes and, up. Right, but the companies are becoming more savvy and can spot these things as well. They have bots and all kind of gadgets behind the scenes that oh, can yeah. read mm-hmm. people's profiles, engage, you know, if their interaction the is real and mm-hmm. genuine. So, yeah. But are we in danger of becoming brainwashed? Because you, you look at what happened, but you look, look, at, look at what happened. There was a whole Russia hacking scandal. They actually created accounts that look like real Black Lives Matter accounts to mm-hmm. stir up racial tensions in targeted communities like Ferguson and Baltimore. And these were not the real accounts. They, they used that. Crazy. And then if yeah. we're spending two to six hours a day, depending yeah. on whose estimate you believe, mm-hmm. on our phones, can we, Bailey, be easily brainwashed, do you think? Um, I mean, absolutely. We saw it in your last election, just the pinnacle of this, which is that um, in social media, because of the algorithms, when I like something, I'll see more of that. When I click open a link, I'll see mm. more of that. And so if I click Trump, for example, or the, his antics, or if I click you know, Black Lives Matter, I'm going to see more of that. And so what we find ourselves in is what we call a filter bubble. And I'm only seeing what I want to see. We are essentially curating our own news, our own education which is just unheard of. I mean, back when it was just TV, we watched what broadcast news fed us. And now we are choosing what we want to read. Which is kind of the opposite of the whole purpose of social media and the internet in the first place, which was to expose people to more Mm -hmm. stuff. But people's views change. And like you're saying, like we're kind of cattle herded towards things, but we're... They're, they're specifically selecting the things that they know we like and then using it against us to then in turn brainwash us to continue to buy these products or to sell these things. It goes with the commercialism too. 100%. No different right? than TV, just to be honest. What, yeah. what do you think about it that, It was track? happening before. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly... A lot of people they use that tool. Yeah, it, it is brainwashing us. Honestly, I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not even for selling us. stuff like this is the yeah. hottest oh, sneaker, yeah. and you're happy with the sneakers you have on, and then you just see some new <laughs> crazy joints, and you're like, yeah. I got to get those, even exactly. though they're like three hundred fifty dollars. And people, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, what a lot of uh, the companies do now, they use social media influencers to market their their brands. So when they're doing that, a lot of people it, it exposes a, uh, a lot of people to it. And then my fault. I'm sorry because I. I missed the question. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're yeah. answering the question. Okay. No, it's exposing them to brands yeah. that they never would have had. And they feel so that so, so that somebody that's listening, like like ASAP ASAP Ferg, you've seen recently on Instagram, he's doing all these super high end luxury ads, a right. sponsored uh, posts with top, you know, like very expensive brands that nobody in the hood could ever afford, right. and the most middle class people could never afford. Right. Sure. So that is that creating kind of this kind of a you know a need and a want mm-hmm. and a desire yeah. that people can't satisfy. Yeah, sure. He was actually a guest yesterday a while and out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in all these negatives that we are saying about social media, which there are negatives, I just do want to highlight a couple positives. Mm-hmm. One, uh, for myself, you know, as a 
artist and an entrepreneur, it, social media has given me the platform to follow my dreams, and I know it's done that for a lot of people. Also, another thing about social media is before we had Instagram and everything was just right at your fingertips, you didn't know news that was going on in Kansas because you're not from Kansas, That's right? That's so true. Absolutely, so 100%. Now, like with, with the injustices with cops, when we all get to see Facebook Live, you know, what when the cop Paul, right? killed um, Philando Castile, or, you know, there's, there's you know, mm-hmm. numbers of stories. We weren't all privy to that because if it wasn't in Jersey, I wasn't seeing it on Channel 12 News. If it wasn't in New York, you weren't seeing it. So I think it shrunk our world. It shrunk our world. And I think for that um, is a positive. It might it might seem like it's happening more, but I think it was always happening. And now we're just Mm. privy to the information from the show because our our, social has been around for a long time. And there was a point where it was just New York. We're focusing on what's happening in New York and the tri-state in the listening area. Mm -hmm. But then gradually as these cases and then it was like, wow, that's happening in another city. That's happening in other places. And then we're so interconnected now. But Bailey, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because if something horrible happens in another part of the country, we're covering Mm -hmm. it even in local news. Not just on on social media, but in, in local news, we cover it as if it happened around the block. Isn't that a lot yeah. of pressure? I think the interconnectivity of social media is, I would agree that that's a positive because I think we, we this was happening before and we were just ignorant to it because we just had no literal technological means of seeing it unless you were there. And so now when I, when I am confronted with the fact that pr- police brutality is a thing, or even more recently, a great example, I think, is um, the Me Too campaign and sexual harassment against women. Like When I saw that and I heard some people, or I saw online people thinking that this is just popping out of nowhere, You're I'm right, thinking like, um, uh, no, uh, no, pretty much every not. woman has gone Myself, through it, right? Yeah. Every woman in this room, I'm sure, and every single woman I know has many instances of sexual harassment. This is not popping out of nowhere. Right. You're just seeing it now. Mm-hmm. And right. so people I think talking, that's a really positive val- thing. It's, it's validating it. Yeah, and, with, and with the Me Too campaign, it even revealed to me how many people that were in my circle that I didn't know were going mm-hmm. through something. So on that level of connectivity, it's making us realize sometimes some of the people in our circle what they're going through and making us get personal and, and more close. So you yeah, bring a lot of people together. Exactly. It's so. important. It, you know, bad comes with it, but mm-hmm. us being able to see things in different parts of the country and be connected and be privy to the stories, it's important. And it, it we need that for growth and for change. No, we definitely have seen that. What, what about in terms of stereotypes, Trav? Do you think it's, it's helped especially for men of color with stereotypes by by exposing so many more so many different men of color doing different things, different occupations you know, being good fathers Mm -hmm. successful careers, that type of thing There's a positive and negative to it but it has exposed, you know, a lot more positive than negative, you know, because we as uh, black people, they always have, they push us out to be negative, you know, on the, on the radio, on the television. So now you're able to see a lot of black men doing positive things, you know, like you said, taking care of their children, you know, starting campaigns, running things, running businesses. So. All the charity things, look yeah, at Kaepernick, exactly. what he's doing. Exactly. You know, th- those type of things. And even what happened recently with Tyrese. Um, and a lot of people, and, and that's a good example of good and bad, because that's a situation there where... This is a father crying out because he's feeling hurt about something that's going on with his child. And we should be receiving that and saying, wow, look at this man who is humbling himself to show how much he cares. But at the same time, we laugh at it and we make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. And then when Will and Jada come in and help him and, and they donate money to help keep him above water, we then laugh at that when this is 
blacks supporting each other or families and are supporting another. And a very human, it's hu and yeah, human right. beings helping exactly. other human beings yeah. in crisis. Exactly. Somebody that's going through a very painful and obviously in a lot of pain to be, for a man to be able to put himself out there like yeah, that. Yeah, come on. We need more of that. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. To be honest that's about That's the power it. of social media. Though. What if he didn't put it on social media? Mm -hmm. Would anyone know about what he was going through? No. No. So mm -hmm. Exactly. So no. it's like, you know, And just imagine how many other men can relate to that story. Right. And that, you know what I mean? No, and then the therapists always say that is the first step towards handling something like that a crisis like that is is being able to voice it having other people show some empathy for what you're going through 100%. instead of people you know keeping it internalized and mm -hmm. developing into a mental health problem but we're going to continue this conversation <laughs> this is street soldiers i'm your host lisa evers we'll be right back what up what up it's your girl justina valentine and you're listening to street soldiers with my girl lisa evers you're damn right this is it, I say I'm out of my days, yeah You completely fascinate me My motivation My whole inspiration My reincarnation You, you do that It's all the way we go I'm drinking in your soul Until I've had my by Justina Valentine. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and social mayhem. Joining us, Bailey Parnell. She's the founder and CEO of Skills Camp. She's also ranked as one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women. Bailey, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Also with us is Trav Q. He's a social media public figure, actor, comedian, and social media influencer. Trav, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. Also with us is Justina Valentine. She's a singer, songwriter, and rapper. You've seen her on MTV's Wild and Out. They just concluded season 10. And you see her on the cast of the current season of The Challenge. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, damn right. Thank you for having me. All right. <laughs> Working it. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's an entertainment consultant and public relations expert for hip-hop artists, pro athletes, and other high-profile figures. Lucky, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's talk about privacy. Because there, you know, there was a time not that long ago, like about a couple years ago, where people would take a picture and they go, are you okay with this? Which they'll do if it's celebrities now, because just they don't want to get slammed or mm -hmm. a phone call. But they're like, is it okay if we take a picture of this? We're at a private, you know, holiday event or family event or small event. Is it okay? But now it's like... Cam people take pictures everywhere unless you're at a super exclusive, super A-list celebrity event where they make you check your phone like you're in federal court. Nah. Lucky, what about that, the privacy issue? The privacy, I mean, everybody's paparazzi now, so you're not safe. And I always tell my clients to be conscious of what they're doing because everybody has a camera, everybody can just mail in their video, get a little quick fee. Um, so we have to be mindful of that. But I also tell my clients who are on the lower level who are 
in the events with the big celebrities. Be mindful of taking pictures of people and running up to them and ask people first. You know, you just don't rush up to somebody at a funeral. And I've seen people do that. And they'll be at a celebrity funeral and be like, oh, look who's here. And it's like, you can't do that. Or it's take like, a, you dude, know what we're I mean? at a funeral yeah, and this was exactly. somebody's loved one that just passed. Have a little cooth, you know. And, 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 be, and be a little bit cool like that. But Justina, some some celebrities say the worst thing is like they're out to dinner, you know, with somebody. They're having a pri what they think is a private dinner in a restaurant. And then all of a yeah. sudden somebody comes over to the table. Yeah, like coleslaw that. hanging out of your snaggletooth. <laughs> and they just get you right I under the chin. I can't believe you have coleslaw hanging yeah. out of your snaggletooth. I mean, for me, every supporter I have, I love and I appreciate. I've never told someone I won't take a picture with them. Even no makeup, looking crazy, like running to the Dunkin' Donuts to get a coffee. You know, I've never said no. I'll always take a picture um, because I'm humbled that someone wants a picture with right. me and that never gets old. Um, so so honestly, really, like like it's the morning and it was like no. a really super late night. Never say no. You're in the. I would never because I just think if I was that person and I saw someone I wanted a picture with and they told me no, that would change my whole opinion of them. They don't care what right. I look uh, like. They 100%. see what I look like. So, but yeah, I mean, I've been plenty of times out somewhere. Someone's filming me or mm -hmm. taking pictures of me and they don't ask. And you know, it's it like you said when you're out. There's a camera on you, so don't pick your butt, don't pick your nose. Someone's watching, someone's probably filming you. That's right. And, and if you pick your nose, definitely right. don't eat it. <laughs> That's gonna go viral. Like they do at the stoplights. Stop. Oh, Please time. bring yeah, back the full window tint. <laughs> exactly. Please bring back the permission for us to full 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 tint. I'm a New York. What about that, Trev? I'm a New York at heart, so sometimes I may take the train. I might get a, get an Uber. I might I may drive. When I'm on the train. You can see, you know when somebody's about to snap a picture. Like, I, I, I never noticed it before, but now I'm noticing little things. So I'm always, like, looking around. Their phone will go from, like, right here to, like, right here. So, like, yeah. This right here. They're trying to snap a picture. I haven't, I haven't seen somebody go like this one time. They see me in the corner. I've seen him. I'm like, all right, he's about to try to take a picture. He was like... <laughs> and sometimes when they forget to put the flash, yeah. they were like low like this. Exactly. <laughs> it's like three types of people. They they take the picture to say something negative about you. They take the picture to um say like oh that this guy's on the train or whatever. This is this guy. Well, like you can't afford a car. Or right. Like, exactly. I'm, I'm like sometimes the train, the train is faster yeah, too. Exactly. Like sometimes it's faster. The mayor takes the train. Right. Like <laughs> like dude, like everything can be flipped in flipped into a negative. What Bailey? What about the privacy issue? Our concept of privacy because it, it's yeah. generational. Is it changed? Because it, se yeah, it seems I mean, like it seems like the kids have zero concept of privacy. Certainly, generationally, the concept of privacy has changed. Uh, my my parents, for example, would find it mortifying if someone came to a funeral and asked to take a photo. And you know, I was just out in the green room before now, and I was um, wanted to put it on my Instagram. You know, of course, talking about social media. You but did, I, said, I hope you did. I, I, I did, but I also said to uh, to, to the, Melissa, to the right? women who were in the room with me, right. "Do you mind if I put this on Instagram?" And now let's and I'm sure let's everyone go even said, further. Absolutely, call my lawyer. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if we go even further, then I'm you know I'm lucky enough to work with really young people sometimes, like 11 to 17 age range, right? And even younger. And for them, it's just it's it's, it's not a concept. Um, but interestingly, it's also how their parents who have we're just getting to the time now where young parents also grew up with social. And so I had to have a conversation with my sister, you know, when when I had my first niece. And, you know, it's like a young one or two-year-old, and maybe they're, like, running around topless or something. And and to us, of course, it's, that's not weird. But we had to have a conversation, like, oh, you know, do I put this on Facebook? Because, yeah. because right. even though she's one, like, she's going to be... Girl. 
Especially you know, naked with a girl. on the internet I think so too. with no autonomy in that. And so we actually have to have these conversations now from the parent side. I think what's really important, Lisa, you've said this a couple times now, which is the key, I think, which is empathy and resilience. Because we're talking about things like, why would you go on the internet? Like, we're talking about it like it's obvious. Why do I look at you right now and go send hate comments to you knowing it's tied to my name? Like, are you kidding me? Like, how are you? But I, I think I think those comments, like mm-hmm. when people get get, get that mm-hmm. way, it's it really, it's hard to get to this to this awareness point and stay at this awareness point when it hits mm-hmm. and pu- pushes an emotional mm-hmm. button. But it's like, what does it say about them? You like, know, it's really saying more this, about though. them than it is about the person yeah. they're, they're commenting on. Hate is just a negative form of love. And that's what I wanted to say earlier before we cut. <laughs> Hate is a negative form of love. Yes, because... Yeah, but love sure feels a lot better. The, the, thing, the, thing, <laughs> is, the thing is, the, the, the people that hate you, they really love you. They don't know how to express how they love you. Like, for instance, when she's on her live and she has like 10, 20,000 people looking, somebody's trolling her, but you're watching for like a half yeah. hour. So I it's don't like, know. You know I don't love Trump. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, 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 I feel like with the whole... To come back to the whole women thing, I, think, I, I feel like with women too, it's like they'll see somebody and it'll be like an amazing picture, you know, like some incredible picture of you yeah. and then they'll make some comment that nobody in a million years would ever think of making mm-hmm. that's everything totally under the sun. Field. Yeah, I've had everything under the sun said, said to me and in the past, like, people have made me feel self-conscious about things that I never even... Looked at, and you know, as women, we, we look have at our own little things we that we're sensitive about. People have Absolutely. made me feel self conscious about things that I never even looked at or realized about myself. Right. And you know, just going back to what I said before, you got to be at a point where you're just like, you know, I'm that chick and I don't care it's, what it, it, it's, it's, it's out there and put yeah. it out there. Yeah, I have some advice for the trolls. Um, my advice to you trolls is be careful because the season of the clack back is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The clap back has become the thing. People like what's the Explain snipes. the clap back. Um, yeah, you know, they come back at you. It's like you can't say anything to a celebrity nowadays without some of them coming back with savvy lines or going doing some research yeah. on you and looking through your profile and letting you know that you're doing worse than them. You know what I mean? Right. And Wesley Snipes is probably my favorite with the clap backs <laughs> right the clap now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of yours. You're pretty epic. So Okay. I told you when I have a little time, someone could get the clap back from oh, me. Yeah. I'm not oh, going to yeah. say I don't. Uh-huh. When I got a couple minutes, you might feel it. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, Trav, for, for people that want to do, a, you know, follow in your footsteps with the kind of like shock antics that don't really hurt people but are surprising, what advice do you have for them? Be yourself and do it in a respectful manner. Because, you know, a lot of people, they don't, they don't be, they're, they're not themselves. You understand? Like, if you want to follow in somebody's footsteps, switch it up. Do something that no one else would do, you know, because that's how I got started. Right. And, and, and if you break anything, hurt anybody, or do anything, that's you're catching you. a charge. Yeah, that's consequences. You're, you're, yeah. Right. That's I don't do anything now. You know, I don't break anything. I don't hurt anyone. But that's the other thing that always amazes me is, is that people commit crimes, not, not what you're doing, but right. people will commit crimes and they'll, they'll post it and they don't, they're like, wow, I can't believe the cops figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, this is like the easiest thing. Like you tagged your location, <laughs> okay. tagged the bodega you robbed, yeah. okay. and you tagged your two boys. Okay. With the masks on, you didn't have to wear the masks. It's like <laughs> cops, cops on the internet every day. Like, okay, it's, they're, they're making they're making the job division. easy for them. Yeah, so exactly. Like, you know, exactly. But those are the people that just want to go viral, who break things. Yeah. And, and yeah. they don't I care. I saw one exactly. guy. He, you know, had a pound of weed as his pillow. I'm like, brother. And you wondering why they're knocking at your door? Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bailey, what what advice do you have for people? So or you want to make a point, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I think advice is where I want to go because I, I want to focus on solutions, you know. Yeah, please, We're talking about all this down, this, this sucky side of it. And then 
I mean, I'm biased because I own an education company, but we're not doing any education with young people about digital literacy. We're not teaching them how to spot fake news. We're not teaching them, you know, how to turn even, you know, how to turn off your notifications at night, like something as simple. They might not even know how. So we're not doing anything like this. 100% right. And on the flip side, we're not doing the emotional work that needs to be done, like Justine is saying, to handle this. We're not doing resilience work, which is kind of the golden skill. And we're not building empathy from a young age, from a young age. Like, why aren't we working with kids when you bully? Again, we're missing that layer now of I see how you react to what I'm doing. And so we need to actually put that in our education and make it good education from a very young age so that by the time you get to 13 you've built up resilient strategies you've understood empathy a little bit more and you actually know how to block words like like fat I don't know, ugly like mm-hmm. fat and ugly from your instagram comments which you can do but mm-hmm. most people don't know you can do that wow that's, that's, cra- that's cra- good advice that's yeah. good advice lucky final word no final word is just be mindful of what you're putting out there um realize that the words that come out of your mouth, whether it's from verbal or it's a, a tweet or whatever you're doing, it, this has an effect on someone's emotion, someone's life. You are these, there's a human everyone being is human. Yeah, phone, exactly. Basically. There's a human on the other side of your words, mm-hmm. and we have to be conscious of that, you know, because it's we have to be accountable for what we do and what we put into the world. Definitely. All right. Well, I want to thank our panel for being with us. It's a great show. Thank you so much. Awesome to have all of you. Um, I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.